0: Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, great day, everybody. My name is Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist and therapist business coach. And so I am super excited. I know that it is late. I am going live clearly on Instagram, and then we're going to make sure to upload this specific podcast episode to other platforms. But I wanted to come on here to talk about the value of giving free content. This is a topic that comes up a lot with the clients that I serve, whether it be at a live event at one of our more intimate masterminds with our uh, VIP clients and in our private practice communities for clinicians who are either growing or relaunching a private practice. And what tends to happen is, you know, as human beings, we get into our head and we sometimes may feel like, oh, but if I give all of this information for free away, then why would somebody pay me? Right? So if you're watching live, put a 1 in the comment box if that thought has ever run across your mind, even if that's not the way that you roll right now. Um because I think that that's something that's eating away at a lot of people which ultimately I'm going to say prevents you from actually creating, you know, the content that you desire to create, all right? Um so today I wanted to talk about why it is so imperative for your business, especially in 2023, for you to give away stuff for free. And when I say stuff, I'm talking about high value content and content can be delivered in a variety of ways. Okay. So if this is your first time tuning in, my name is Dr. Takesha Jackson Rudd, Dr. TK or on Instagram, Dr. TK psych for psychologists. And a little bit about me, um, and then we're going to jump into seven things you want to consider when you're giving away content that has high value is that um, I love teaching. I love hosting workshops. I really see my energy at an all time high when I am live virtually and or in person, because it reminds me of when I was teaching on college campuses the only difference is now i create my own universities and i do the things that i love i loved teaching until 2020 some things changed with the way that we had to teach and i don't like 100% i'm be real like all online classes like i like for there to be some type of touch point or accountability and like that's why for me i offer like in person events for my clients so with that said the way that I teach, if you are new to the way that I do lives, is that I'm very, very organized. I will be looking to the left of my screen to get into um, the tips, but please feel free to ask questions, do the emojis. If something is resonating with you, do the little hearts. I thrive off of y'all talking back to me because I can't see that you're talking back to me, okay? <laughs> so and I, you know, I hope I ain't none of y'all sleepy. All right, so let's get into it. So, number one, one of the reasons why you want to create, you know, free content and give it away at a high level is we are in a new era, right? So we know that at this point, technology is changing every millisecond. Okay, whatever you thought was trending Friday, stop trending on Saturday night. When you decided that you wanted to sit down and talk about something or give something away, depending on what you cover in your content, it may or may not be relevant. Okay. So we live in an era where there is now an abundance of information. And if you look up the word abundant or abundance, the true definition is it's a large quantity of something. And then you define what that quantity, like what, what the something is, right. Whether it's tangible or intangible. So a lot of people are like, Oh my God, like I don't like the Instagram algorithm. I don't like the YouTube algorithm. And I love how I've been watching like my personal development videos and stuff. And I love how People, influencers are talking about, you know, why are we so focused on the algorithm working against us? I'm not saying that there is not an algorithm. However, should your energy be more focused on, well, am I putting out enough content for my people to see? Because what is happening that we cannot ignore is in 2023 compared to even three years ago or one year ago, way more people are online. So it's not just The algorithm, right? Get out of your comfort zone. Does that mean you need to post more? Were you not posting consistently? Anyway, unless you were intentionally on a hiatus of posting, like let's just say we're talking about Instagram or sending out emails or whatever you do to give out content, unless you were intentionally like on a break or a sabbatical or you were taking a mental health break on maternity leave, whatever it is, then what is the reason as to why people are not seeing your information? So revert you know, the questions back inward because you can sit here all day long and blow energy on talking about these platforms. But at the end of the day, if that platform has your clientele, right, then you need to suck it up or you're not gonna have a business. Put a one in the comment box if like (laughs) that makes sense, okay? So we live in a very fast technological era and it's just a lot of people. So that means you may just have to show up double the amount of times. But with the way technology is moving at this point, there's also a lot of resources that you can use to run your work a lot faster. There are online systems. There are AI systems. Do You may have to sit down and still review the video clips. Let's just say if I put a YouTube video up and then I want to make smaller pieces so that I'm not sitting here recording like multiple times, Yes, me and or my team need to sit down and look at the clips to make sure that they are the clips that we want to capture. But at the end of the day, there are multiple, there is an abundant level of resources. So ask yourself, are you focusing more on the world and the algorithm are working against me? My industry is saturated. That's more poverty mindset. Or are you focused on the abundance mindset, which is there's a lot of people online, which means that there's an abundant of information that I can learn from. Right. Maybe I can collaborate with some of these people. Like, you know, there's a lot more resources right now that's focused on your cup half full versus your cup half empty. All right. okay. Number two is trust and credibility. Okay, trust and credibility. So when you post content that has no attachment, I'm just going to throw this little bonus in here under trust. You will tend to, or humans will tend to not feel like, especially in the beginning of business or in the venture of a new stream of income, you won't feel salesy. I don't even like that word personally, because I don't ever think that you're selling anything. Is there a transaction? Yes. But if you did your due diligence, aka your job, and you offered value from your gift and your expertise, and you showcased that you can solve somebody's problem, You're not selling them anything. You're giving them a solution to their problem. That's not like salesy is you go to a car dealership and they either don't talk to you because you ain't dressed correctly (laughs) and they stereotype you and or they hound you and they keep calling you every day, not even getting to know you. That feels salesy. So like, for example, when I show up and do these lives, that's why I said in the beginning, I'm at the point where I literally will only do a live when I feel like doing a live. The only thing I did, special today is go put back on my clothes that I had on earlier. And I took off my little short, like my little biker shorts and little tank top that I had when I was taking a walk outside with my husband. Right. Cause I was like, well, I mean, my makeup was done from the coaching call this morning. My hair at this point is like gym, gym life, but it's still pressed. But I just went back and threw on this simple little, you know, dress, right. Cause I like pink and I wanted to feel cute today. Okay. Um, I don't want to always just be dressed down, but at the end of the day I'm using my energy to make sure that I'm gonna show up at my best. And I'm paying attention to my intuition to say, hey, you in a good mood right now. Like, go ahead and go drop these nuggets. Like, why wait to tomorrow? Okay. So, with trust and credibility, you wanna give your content that is valuable away in a genuine way that people know you are genuinely and authentically helping them that you're just not trying to shove down. Oh, look at them little new emojis, big old thumbs up. Look at this. I'm finding out new stuff as we go live. I don't know if y'all saw that. That was pretty dope. All right, sorry, sidebar. So um, you want people to be able to know, like, and trust you. I say air quotes because that is something that is pretty normalized in the marketing and branding arena. In order for people to pay for your stuff, unless they're just like swiping their card and they're not paying attention, You want people that will know, like, and trust you. And especially if you have a higher level product, like if you do therapy, it may be anything over 150, your premium, right? (laughs) Or over $200, depending on where you stay. If it's for coaching, anything over $1,000 is considered premium. And then that ladder can go up and beyond six figures, right? For like one program or a VIP time with a coach or something like that, depending on their gift and their social proof. But at the end of the day, ask yourself, are you willing to put in your credit card information or put in those last three digits? Because now technology has a way with certain platforms to remember you when you come back, right? And they'll say, hey, is this you? Or you're logged in and these are the four digits of the credit card you want to use. And you're like, yes. Would you go through all those steps to invest? I don't like to say purchase because investment is you get something back. Would you do all those steps and you don't? know, like, or trust the person. Now, this doesn't take that long for people to know, like, and trust you. I've hosted 30-minute workshops, one-hour workshops, 20-minute Instagram lives or on YouTube. And when I get off, I've had people make an investment in their business, join one of our coaching programs, get a ticket to an event. Now, am I saying that they were not following my content this whole time? I don't know. But I know that I also have people on our email list who we consider as very... Code, meaning there is no interaction at least via email list. And they've shown up to a workshop and within 90 minutes, because I'm really good at what I do and I only talk about the things that I'm good at. See, (laughs) like some of us get outside of our scope of practice, right? Then because you showed up as your authentic self and you let that gift shine, people are more willing, especially in 2023, to invest in something from a person that they can know, like, and trust. Okay. So um, it allows you to showcase your expertise when you give away valuable content and you more importantly, establish yourself as the authority in that particular area. So the question I throw this around with like Dope Therapist Academy, the private practice students all the time, like you want your niche to be so tight where if you walk down a street with like where your services are. People should be able, like, if your clients are driving by, they'd be like, oh, that's the so-and-so lady. That's the so-and-so dude. Like, people should know what you're good for. If you walk into any type of arena and ain't nobody ever heard of you, don't get butt hurt. That should just be a trigger. It's it's with me all the time. Like, my clients are more amazed. Like, yo, I'm surprised that these therapists didn't know you. Like, some two of my clients went to London. And I'm like, they, they ain't gonna know me in London. You know what I'm saying? But some people might. But they were more appalled that nobody knew me. And I said, well, that's just an arena that I haven't tapped into. Have we had somebody from the UK join our coaching program? Yes. But that doesn't mean that I'm known everywhere, which means that there's always more work to be done with my brand and putting content out there and then maybe targeting specific, like, you know, areas or whatnot. Okay. Um, so also within the know, like and trust, this is something that I see people ask me or they do and I'm like to a degree right so let's just say your social media profile let's just say if you like me I started off as TK Marie I was doing I had a, another Dr. TK page that you can look up i I came a long way with like how I show up online I was just like testing out Instagram because it was still fairly new back then like iPhone only type new right so I deleted the page I thought it showed up three years ago again um, but back then you were able to like archive now delete your page so I started Dr. TK Psych because Dr. TK was taken. Now, when I first started, I wasn't doing coaching stuff on my page. I was showing up as the clinical psychologist focused on my niche, right? Then as I started tapping more into the coaching arena and slowing down my solo private practice and just doing different things in mental health, um, bottom line is I changed my audience. So I lost some people and that that's okay. Like they stopped participating. I, I'm cool with that. But what I'm getting at is I didn't want to delete the journey because guess what? At least for me, y'all, some of y'all need to delete some of your stuff but or archive it. But for me, therapists, which is my avatar, seeing me as a psychologist, if somebody was that bored to swipe all the way down to like even four to five years ago, you would have saw way more videos on old school IGTV, now it's all under reels, as a clinical psychologist as strategies and tips for potential therapy clients to navigate through the insurance panel. It doesn't mean that I won't do those videos because those can show my therapist clients what content they should be creating right on their platform. But at the end of the day, I'm letting you know that deleting your journey is also not always for the good because people like to see the evolution of how you're continuing to better yourself. Right. So number three is community building. Okay, so when we're talking about giving away free, valuable content to create awareness in your community, help them see that there is a problem with the problem that you solve, because some people aren't even aware of what's a call a problem, let alone that there is a problem. Right. So in our field, we call it psychoeducation. So when you look at what's called community building, when you put out free content, think about it like casting a wide net more and more people, a wider range of people are actually going to see it. It does foster a sense of community. And this is how I've seen it play out. I'm gonna look at my little notes. This is how I've seen it play out like beautifully in my very, very first bootcamp. So before I start doing boot camps or like three or five day series for our launch into our coaching programs, I used to do, or I, that's how I learned a launch is like one-time webinars, one hour or 90 minute, mostly 90 minute webinars. And then I would open up the doors to our program and then it would close on a particular day, et cetera. So during 2020, I felt the intuitive nudge that I wanted to build a community. And this is before I knew what live launching style was. I didn't know that that's what I was doing, kind of, right? And I said, I want to do it on YouTube. Never did anything on YouTube outside of workout videos, which is on another channel hidden somewhere. And I said, I want to go live because I feel like us being locked in our house, people need to have some form of connection. Like it was May 2020 when I decided to do this. So I went live. I test ran like some of the videos, worked out the tech, showed up for five days. Now, what was miraculous about the community aspect? We end up embracing 16 uh, DTA family members. That's what we call each other family, right? Dope Therapist Academy private practice program, new clinicians. Um, again, this was at a time where everybody was literally locked inside their house in May, two months after the whole little lockdown initiation, right? And during the boot camp people started to connect in the bootcamp because I was telling them like, Hey, connect in the chat box, like put a one, put a two, let me know, F- you know, hype each other up. You know, like they talking to each other, but they can't see each other. Now two people I remember distinctly knew each other. So one of them told the other person, Hey, you should come to this bootcamp. You missed day one, watch the replays on YouTube, this lady fire. Like they came and told me this when they were in the mastermind three years later. Okay. So, cause I was like, how did y'all meet me? Like, I'm curious. And so a couple of other people that were in that DTA cohort that are now like, or have been DTA support coaches or just like our general alumni that have graduated into our mastermind scaling their business. It's interesting to see the journey of the community when you didn't even know what was going to happen. So it was just like dope to see like, Oh my God, these people are connecting in the chat box. These are people on the East coast, West coast, Midwest, down South. It does not matter. And then when they saw each other on a zoom call, And then I broke them out in a breakout sessions or we were doing Q&A, they knew who each other was. Like put a two in a comment box or a one or whatever, do something, right? If you like like that vibe, like to the point where I'm on day three at a bootcamp and I'm recognizing familiar names. That's why I like bootcamps. That's why I typically will do, if I do a bootcamp, it's typically no less than three days because I like the familiarity around like getting people's like names, right? Y'all, it's gotten to the point where I swear, it's one student, I ain't gonna say her name. She's finally in our program, but I swear for the last two years, I swore she was already in DTA because I saw her name in every boot camp. It was a gentleman where he started coming to our live events, but he would come to every CE workshop and I would just swear that I'm like, now guys are a little bit easier to point out because there's not that many like that go through our programs or honestly that are showing up in the mental health field, which if you're a male, you know what I'm saying? Like win-win here. You know what I'm saying? Like get in. But it was just interesting to see like, wow, I know y'all to the point where my husband and another team member were on the team and they're in our Facebook groups like, yo, this person comes to every boot camp. We need to find out who they are. You know what I'm saying? So community is key. Okay. Number four is the sampling effect. So when you think about Free content, think about it as somebody being able to test drive your car. I know these days a lot of us may shop online. I am a person where I still need to fill my furniture. Like, let me know. Let's just talk all the way real, right? Put a one in the comment box if you need to sit on your couch. If you're about to buy another couch, you like, okay, that's cute. But you know, like I like between firm and soft, but it can't be too soft where I can't get up off the couch. You see what I'm saying? Like, I I don't want to sit down on a couch. And then I just sink. Like, absolutely not. But I don't want it to be too hard where I can't like uh, lounge and watch Netflix, right? So it gotta be exactly in the middle. So I even showed y'all behind the scenes for people who were in our community on Instagram, um, like a year and a half ago, no, two years ago, I was shopping for a couch, right? And I was showing y'all, go- y'all was going with me in reels to furniture stores, literally plopping on multiple couches, putting my feet up as though I was home. I'm saying that because In order for them to get my sale, I need to test drive what I am potentially going to purchase. But please note that people are still purchasing something with you with time and energy. Ooh, that's good. Write that down. (laughs) Right. People are still giving you an exchange. So sometimes we're like, Oh my God, this person is just soaking up the free content. I don't understand why nobody's buying. They are buying. You're, 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 you're getting their time. They're opening up your email. They didn't have to do that. They're downloading your document. If they didn't open up your email, you would say, well, not enough people are opening up my email. So now as a coach, I'm going to say your open rate is low. Your open rate. You need to strive for a minimum 30 percent. If you're not hitting 30 percent, your subject line is off. Maybe you're attracting the wrong people. Let's just go backward here. Right. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're giving people a taste of what they're actually going to get when you do have something that is paid. You don't have to have something available either right now that is paid. You can just outright give people content and maybe by you giving them content, they will start telling you what else they want you to go deeper on. That's why I do so many questions and polls. Honestly, I thrive better with my free content by y'all telling me what y'all want. And then I can turn one question, as long as I understand the question or the comment, I can dive hella deep and make like a whole semester, like full of content because I believe less is more. So like right now, even though I'm giving you seven tips, it's still on one topic, but guess what I can do? I can take each of these items and just do one live on each if I desire to do so, or if that's something that you wanted me to do, right? Um, So the sampling effect, it gives people or potential customers or followers, I don't like the word followers, um, a taste of what you offer. They can test drive the car and then think about it. Those who find value in the free content are more likely to invest in having a dollar or card exchange, money exchange, and or these are some people who will become green lighters and you will be like, oh, my God, like I, we've seen this. We keep our statistics on our launches and at the conference in Vegas for those of you, like enrollment is shut down. It's like next weekend. right? But oh, my gosh, it's like so quick. But what we're going to talk about is launching a product or service. And depending on their questions, we'll like answer questions about like debriefing within a launch. But one thing that I have recognized in our launches, specifically with the Academy, because that's the program that we launched throughout the year versus other programs are more like one time or something, is that we started keeping tabs on how many boot camps has a person went to. And up until last year, there was a trend that people would on average, it doesn't mean everybody, would go to about two webinars or boot camps, whatever I had to launch this program, two times before they said yes. And I thought that was pretty fascinating. So we could attest it to like, oh, it was the beginning of the year and that's why they waited or oh, they had six months to join because from the uh, summer, end of summer launch or beginning fall launch to the beginning of the year, that's probably the longest waiting period versus the ones that kind of like go in the year every three to four months, right? And so we just started noticing a trend and then in the middle of last year, we start noticing a higher trend of people coming directly from Facebook ads because we track where they're clicking at. And then they showed up to the boot camp or a webinar, but this year it was all boot camp. And then they signed up. So we're talking about like four dollar signs, like a three k plus investment, a mastermind level investment, right? They're making premium investments by coming to something one time, and they clicked on a Facebook ad. So I don't know if they saw any of my other content, but a lot of these people looked very unfamiliar. Like they outright said, "I ain't never heard of you," but I love it. Right. So I'm like, oh, this stuff is real. But what happens? They can go over to my Instagram page or Facebook. It's one and the same because right? it posts over there and they will see that even if I ain't posting three to five times a day, I'm still posting valuable content, whether it be. I'm usually in two lanes. I'm in strategy lane for therapists to grow a profitable business and that business can branch off into multiple legs because I don't want to niche myself too much where I'm only talking about one thing, that's not me, right? Or I'm talking to therapists or the general public, but I don't have anything to like offer them like therapy services or whatever, because I ain't taking clients for therapy. But I will offer more abundant mindset through Hey, you can work from anywhere who says that you have to choose the either or attitude. We're going to do both. Why can't you fly first class if you really want to create an abundance fund? You want the purse? Get the money to buy the purse. If you can save up and do other things, you can save up and invest in yourself. So I cover both arenas. And what I'm saying is I'm consistent no matter what the abundant psychologist like. That's what I focus on no matter what lane we're talking about. Okay. So you wanna show up consistent and you want people to be able to sample, okay? Um, number five is SEO and web, tra- uh, web traffic. This one is more simple. If you're putting out content and you're putting out words that are aligning with what your expertise is, Google is gonna start, or SEO generation, whatever, it's gonna start playing around with your website, with your directory profiles because you're putting in like a hashtag, but I'm not saying hashtag though, but you're putting in keywords that will link people to you based on what they're typing in. So this is a a hack or a tip if you haven't done it, because we've done it on CE Workshops before. Go on to Google, and especially if you have a, this is multi-layered. If you have an office, either be in the proximity on the IP address in your office, like do this on your laptop in the office, or if you serve people within maybe a five to 10 mile radius of like even you doing telehealth, go on Google tomorrow or tonight, and type in something about what kind of therapist you are. So I used to ask clients what they would type in, like therapist near me, psychologist near me, black therapist near me, black psychologist near me, parenting and therapy, like whatever they were typing in, what Google will do is tell you how many people are searching those keywords every millisecond. Those numbers are gonna be huge. Your name is like a needle in a haystack, which is why the more free content you put out, Honestly, the higher Google is going to keep pushing your information up, of course, outside of ads. OK. And so um, when you put your information on directories like a psychology today, when you sign up, they tell you they send it to like seven to eight search engines. OK, which is why you will typically see psychology today profiles pop up first right under ads. OK, but make sure that you're using proper wording when you're describing your valuable content that's directly related to your product or service. So don't talk about that you're a trauma therapist like on a video, but when it's time for you to type out all these words, you sit here talking about relationships, not saying that that cannot be part of trauma, but unless you wanna attract those type of clients, you wanna be very mindful of what words or what words your copywriter or web designer is using to describe even on places like your website, because that's what's being pushed out to the SEO. OK, number six is feedback loop. So when you put out free content, if you're ever wondering, like, am I on track? Am I attracting the right people? The only way you're going to know that is if you put out content. So sometimes I'll put out content and be like, ooh, that didn't hit well. And I'm, I'm not looking at hitting well like likes. I'm looking at like, I don't even want to talk about this. Like, <laughs> Or they didn't see any value in that, but they saw value in the other 10 posts that I put out before that. So clearly they're telling me something and I wanted to veer off and do something totally different because I was feeling myself that day. And that should have been more of an idea that should have been in my journal, not something I put out there, let alone launching a product or service. So you want to be cautious of what you put out there and making sure that people are allowed to give you feedback based on what you're putting out there. Right. So how do you get feedback? I talked about this in a previous like podcast episode in live where you can do polls. You can talk to people in your stories, in the DM, under a post. Ask your current clients, like get feedback because the only way you're going to know and look at your analytics, what people are attracted to is if you track the data. Okay, so this can guide you to improvements when you let people give you feedback about your content, um, helping you to refine and tailor your offerings um, like your products or services based on ideally your ideal clients that you are attracting so if if people are commenting under my post and I'm dancing but I have a message about being ethically compliant and seeing your clients family member at a club like that video did very well I say it did very well not for views because it didn't get like a million views it didn't go viral but it got a lot of engagement with saves shares and comments people were not just doing the LOL they were doing the LOL. Plus, they were like, oh my God, that happened to me before. Oh my God, I was so leave. Like they're telling me that this is some real life shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I actually told the story about like what happened without putting so many demographics about like the, the client that I was serving, a teenager at the time. And it, it was just like fascinating. So if I were to go back to my analytics right now, hands down, I know what content right now hits. I promise you, I can do And and let me know if y'all seen this or whatever. If y'all haven't, just like scroll down. I may pin it to the top again. I can literally do the five heartbeats. And some of y'all seen it over and over again, where I'm Leon or whatever, (laughs) or whoever played that role, Eddie, right? (laughs) Eddie in the movie, right? I can be the five heartbeats and I can do so many variations with the same song because I'm comical. I like to have fun. I'm serious when I'm like recording it. I ain't gotta be like extra dressed up. But anyways, if I were to go look at my analytics, my analytics will show me therapists specifically are engaging more with the content where you're having fun. You're more than likely dancing or acting something out, not a talking head video. And those are the ones that's giving you the most engagement, okay? It doesn't mean that I don't post other stuff, but if I'm looking for engagement, I'm going to post that stuff. Does that make sense? So let people give you feedback by how they engage with you. Number seven, long-term building relationships. We covered that when we were talking about community. So instead of one-off transactions where, oh, here, I'm the therapist business coach here buy my private practice plan. I never email you again. I never tell you about my podcast. I never go live. I act like I don't even know you. I don't know you. You just opted into my email. That feels cold, right? Like I, work my hardest to build a relationship with my clients, even, or I'm gonna say clients or customers, even by simply just building a community through free content like videos. Like you all are getting a snapshot, a test drive right now of like how I host my coaching calls. The only difference would, we will be on Zoom and you will be able to unmute yourself and ask your coaching question about your business, right? But the same way that I present on live is literally maybe outside of some slides. If it's a CE workshop, like more formal, this is the same energy of how I'm talking and laughing, like y'all be amazed at the stuff that comes out of my mouth like, during those coaching calls. Like it's fun. As long as the therapists want to have fun and build their business, listen, I'm all here for it. Right. But people remember people who help them. People remember people who have helped them, especially when you're in need. Okay. So like, I like to say, like, you know, when you joined our community, we we, we family. Like that, that's how I run and joke. Like when people even join like the, um, we have a bootcamp coming up on October 23rd and go to drtk.com forward slash links or the link is in my bio. And it's specifically for therapists who desire to scale their business, but they already have an existing business. So I'm, I'm very more tedious with that because that's one of those things that open up like once a year kind of thing. So when people are going into the Facebook group and they're actually following the instructions, so if you're in the group and you ain't introduce yourself, please do that. Some people wait until the week of the bootcamp to do it. but Three people have done it, literally three, right? So I'll go in there and I'll comment like, hey, welcome to the scale family. You know what I'm saying? Welcome, you know, whatever. And so I think that some people are thinking like, we family? I don't even know you. But that's okay, right? Because at the end of the day, I want you to feel welcomed. I want you to feel like you're not a stranger. I want you to feel like when I'm talking to you on the boot camp, even though I can't see you, I want you to feel like I'm sitting like in your office. Right. And so in the Facebook group, those people who are part of that Facebook community, they're going to have other opportunities to have different touch points with me beyond YouTube. So you do if you join the boot camp, you do want to follow the instructions to get access to the Facebook group. Okay. last one is a bonus. Number eight, because I said I was going to share seven. But this is a bonus. Education and empowerment is one of the big reasons why you want to share free content, education and empowerment. So I'm just going to read what I said here. By providing free content, you empower your audience with knowledge. This can lead them to transformational experiences, transformational changes in their lives, in their business, however your problem, your solution to their problem helps them, right? And what will people do? When they feel you and you've helped them solve a problem, word of mouth referrals to me are one of the best warm handoffs ever. It's the most easiest referral process you can ever have because you're not vetting something. You again don't have to sell anything. You damn near don't have to offer anything. People become referral resources just because they've gotten so much value, even out of your free content. I've had clients who have ended up in our program and they were referred by somebody who honestly just binge listened to the podcast or the YouTubes, or the, the Instagram lives, or just my content, and maybe they weren't a great match for my services, but they knew somebody who was. Did I know they made that referral? No. Did I outright ask them for that referral? No. I usually only tell our clients that are in our programs, like if you know of anybody, invite them to the boot et cetera. But at the end of the day, you want to do such a great job, and please write this down. This is what we're starting to teach our community now, right? This is the, the, the mindset that I operate off of. I want you to feel, even if you pay premium dollar to invest in a product or service that I have to get things back, to level up your life, your business, your mindset, your bank account, whatever, I want you to be so transformed, even at the one session, like, this is fun, you know, whatever it is, that like, you robbed me. That That's how I want you to feel. Like, I want you to literally feel like, girl, I would have paid like 10 times that amount, even if you didn't have it. Like. Based off that transformation, you want your clients in therapy, for example, to feel like, huh, girl, this session was worth $2,500 and you only charge the $200. Oh, you good. You good. <laughs> right? Like that is the vibe. Like when I've had therapy clients tell me that, I'll be like, yeah, like, you know, I'll be hype. I don't run and raise my prices. Now, if I get like five or six of those and I'm in a place where I need to raise my prices, well, now you have social proof. Hint, hint. But you need to put your services out there to get the social proof and you need to put your content out there so that you will know that it's landing in the right hands or on the right cell phone. And you're going to know it because people are going to start DMing you. People are going to start asking you to go on their platform based off your expertise. People are going to start investing more time into consuming your content. They're going to start telling you what they want to hear, what they want to learn. Pay attention. Sometimes we don't pay attention unless we're getting paid. That is a big no-no. Free content is king or queen right now. You are in competition with billions of people online. You think that by dropping a product or service on Black Friday and nobody knows what you do, but because your title says therapist, you believe that people, or whatever your title is, that people are just gonna buy from you. Absolutely not. If I showed up tomorrow and I said, I'm a real estate agent. You think somebody about to buy a house from me? If they went to my Instagram page, absolutely not. But they probably like, I need to send my customers to get therapy because inflation is real with these rates and they a little depressed. Right? <laughs> they're going to send therapy clients to me, but they're not going to send me customers for real estate. Right? <laughs> so know your gift, showcase your gift, talk to your audience. Okay. So as we wrap up, if you have any questions, let me know if this information was helpful for whatever part that you caught. Because I know sometimes with like me looking at how many people are popping in and popping out, it don't show no name. So I don't know. I just show like as people pop in. So let me know in the chat box or the comment box if you're watching us on the replay or you're there's somebody's listening, you know, on the podcast or watching on YouTube. If you can pop into the chat box and let me know. Um, your biggest takeaway, just some general announcements. Um, like I said, we're going to be taking everyone, the whole community on Instagram behind the scenes of prepping for the event. I'm not going to show my office right now because it is a hot mess right here. But tomorrow we're having a team meeting at my house because we need to actually organize and put everything in boxes. And because I've hosted like multiple events, at least over the last three years, we have a lot of boxes just around and we need to make sure that like we pack the boxes that we actually need to take. So one of my team members are coming over here. It's going to be me, her and my husband, and we're going to organize everything um, and get everything packed because we are hitting the road next week and we will be at the conference. And then of course, I'm not going to showcase like what we talk about at the conference, but you'll see more than likely, probably the second day, if not the third day, because that's usually when I'll post it because it's long days for me because I'm hosting the event and I'm hosting half of it, like more than half of the sessions. Is I will start posting other people's stories because the attendees, if you're going, make sure you do this, taking us behind the scenes of your processes, you packing, you on the plane. You can have a delayed, you know, post if you would like to because travel and safety is key, right? But I do want to see footage by the time it's over, right? Um, so we are going to Vegas. We are going to have a great time. I'm really excited. If you could not make it to Vegas or you had no idea that we were even having a therapist um, scale conference, um, but it's more hands on at the conference, then please sign up for the boot camp. The boot camp is completely free. It is Monday through Wednesday. We are going to one talk about the differences between grow versus scale because people use those words interchangeably and say I'm growing my business, I'm scaling. It's not the same thing, so we're going to talk about what that looks like actually, right? I'm specifically going to hone in on two main branches of streams of income for therapists because those are the two that we find people are asking about the most. It doesn't mean that some are more important than others, but I present information based on what majority of my audience wants. And what tends to come up more is the two branches of group practice and or what we call mental health expansion services. So expansion services could include, but not limited to, Doing workshops at community agencies, building connections with programs, schools, having groups in your therapy practice, maybe taking that and taking it into the community, psychoeducational workshops, virtual workshops, in-person workshops. Um, some of my clients have retreats. Um, some of my clients are building coaching programs. And to a degree, I will also give them referrals to some of my mentors. But at the end of the day, we will show you how grow versus scale looks in these two different avenues. And then we're going to show you how if you want to learn how to actually scale how we can help you with that. Because our mastermind, the, the waitlist is open. The, it's in the link in the bio. Um, it's called like the the scale mastermind or the waitlist or whatever. It's the only waitlist that's in our <laughs> like link. But um, make sure that you get on the waitlist. Uh, make sure that you join the bootcamp. If you are already in the bootcamp, please make sure that when you start, because if you don't, if you haven't found the email, go and find the email, we will start sending reminder emails more than likely a week before we start. So we typically would send a reminder email like that Friday, like if you're already in it, like, you know, here's the link. Da, da, da. And then, of course, we'll send reminders like every day and the recap of like what we did for the boot camp so that you can make sure you don't miss a heartbeat. Will replays be available? Absolutely, but only for a limited time. And I will be giving more information about the Mastermind, aka Secret Society, that I rarely talk about outside of interviews on my podcast. I will be giving detailed information about that first at the conference, second um, during that boot camp toward the latter part. And then there will be bonus things and activities and discussions and maybe a little bit of coaching, <laughs> In that Facebook group, that people in the general public will not be able to participate in. So, kind of like what our private practice academy, what we did special for them this August is we had a three-day boot camp, and then on the fourth day, we invited them who were on the boot camp list, not the general public. They had to be on the email list. They got invited to like have a mock coaching call that looked like the program. So, again, I want to make sure that when people are signing up for our programs to invest back into their business, right? Because you're growing. We're helping you grow to scale, okay? That's the idea. We want to make sure that you make the best decision, very similar to what I hope you're doing with therapy clients. You are doing a test run by doing a consultation. It's just that our consultation is a bit longer because there are more stakes on the table because it's not just you come in and talk about your feelings. Just like therapy, you have to leave our coaching sessions and do the work. And so we need to make sure that you're all in. And of course we have limited spots for our mastermind. So if you have questions, please DM me. If there are particular things that I've talked about on this podcast episode live, then DM me if you want me to go deeper. Like I told you, I love and I thrive off of giving you content that you want to hear. And so closed mouths don't get fed. Don't assume, oh my God, it's only for her programs. You never know what questions I'm going to answer here. And, and let me just close out with this. At the end of the day, I can literally present if I desired. I have no desire to do it, but I can take you A to Z through my whole coaching program, all of them on live if I wanted to. But will you be able to have an exchange with me so that I can personalize those strategies to your business on live? Nope, that's the investment. Is that whether it's a group setting or one-on-one setting in various programs, I structure it differently. But even in our group program in the Dope Therapist Academy, I told them this morning, like we went all the way in on mindset. At the end of the day, even if you come in group, if I'm telling you it's a free-for-all because you're supposed to be going through the course, bring your questions. If you don't bring questions, that means that your business is profitable. That means that your business is popping. The only excuse is that you just joined yesterday and you still going through the modules. But every module you go through, like a course in college... When you're reading the book, don't you take notes? If you don't understand something, don't you take it to class? You're making an investment in your business. The idea is that you get an ROI, return back on your investment. So if you're not getting anything back on your investment, before you blame the processor of whoever collected your card, Take a hard look in the mirror, just like we tell therapy clients. Now I can do a whole podcast episode on this, but I ain't going to keep you. You know what I'm saying? I, this is something that I think I'm going to do for the next episode, right? Or an episode coming up. It's like, what makes therapists, it, this applies to any industry, but I say therapists because y'all are my people, right? What makes therapists hypocrites? Now I want you to do me a favor. If you are watching this live, even if you watch a replay, get in my DM. Let me know if you would be interested on me doing a series on what things, honestly, I've seen and or heard that can help therapists see that depending on how we move in our business and our decisions, our mindset, the way we invest or not, you're a hypocrite. Now that that's not gonna like hit people like nicely. It ain't like I'm going to bust out names, you know what I'm saying or nothing. But I've done a lot. I've heard a lot. And I am just so amazed that in a helping profession, we expect clientele to adhere to consent and policy forms. But when it comes down to you, for example, being in financial integrity with your house bills. With your student loans, when they go into repayment, if you did not give them forgiven, you went to school to take out the loan. Don't be pissed that yours didn't get forgiven. One of my friends hit me up and hers got forgiven. I was jumping up and down for her. Like, girl, let's go. Like, girl, I hope I'm next. But I'm not about to be like, oh my God, they miss me. (laughs) No, okay? So you want to cheerlead other people on, but you don't want to be a hypocrite. You don't want to put out there with energy to your clients that, oh, y'all can't do this with me. In my mental health practice, in my mental health business, but I'm going to do all this shit behind closed doors. I'm not going to pay my stuff on time. If I invest in a program, I'm just going to ghost the coach. Like, why would you do that? And then we have the nerve to get upset as humans when karma comes around. And here's the thing with karma. Karma rarely comes back in the way that is dished out. Rarely. So one prime example that I saw like in one of like a community that I was in is you created some issues over here and you thinking like, I don't even want that. I don't care. Like that can't come back to me. But she was like, but you like your car and you would be thinking like, what does my car have to do with what I did to this other person? Karma is karma. Bottom line is you did something that was outside of integrity. Y'all, y'all got it. So. I'm going to do a series on uh hypocrites as service providers and your girl about to have some fun. And I'm going to go in because if you know anything about me or, you know, now I am fully transparent, right? It don't mean I put all my personal business like out there. But what I'm talking about is I don't mind sharing my journey. I don't share other people's journey. Right. If you have questions about how I was able to get through certain pivotal moments in my business, I'll tell you. But be specific. Like when people have said, like, how did you get through bed rest on maternity leave? Well, let's do a whole fertility series on YouTube and put it on the podcast. And I did a five to six part series last Christmas. Why? Because a lot of women that are professions are going through fertility situations, whether they're infertile or they have to get procedures like I did. It does not matter. I'm letting you know that there is some light at the end of the tunnel, but I had to pull in more manifestation and mindset things that had nothing to do with business strategy of how I showed up, right? So, all right, y'all have a great night and make sure to sign up for that boot camp if you have an existing business and a mental health business and you want to learn how to scale and what direction you need to go. DrTK.com forward slash links or if you're on Instagram, you can click the link in the bio. If you're listening to the podcast, you can go down to the show notes and everything is in that hub for everything you would need, including the wait list for our mastermind. All right. Have a great night. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapists Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head over to our resource page at drtk.com forward slash links for additional abundant resources. Until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.